0: Log Talk Radio. Reconnect My Heart podcast, the show that we talk about life's problems that may break or tear our hearts apart. <clears throat> On Reconnect My Heart, we discuss God's answers to life's problems to reconnect our hearts back to the way he originally made us. I'm your host, Brother Prater. I'm so glad y'all are able to join us. If you have any questions, comments, or if you just want to listen to the show, feel free to call me at 516-453-9118. That's 516 516- 453-9118 or you can listen online at www.blogtalkradio.com/reconnectmyheart. Also, for those who want to see the video version of reconnect my heart, you can go to reconnectmyheartpodcast.com. <clears throat> That's reconnectmyheartpodcast.com. I'm very, very, very honored okay. for y'all to be here on today, and I mm-hmm. thank each and every one of y'all for y'all continued prayers and support. I'm gonna see if I can um get this situated right quick. I uh, hope y'all had a great day. Uh, this has been a good day for me, and I'm I'm honored. I thank God for just Him being who He is. And um, let me see, I'm trying to make sure I get this. Where you? There you go. There we go. All right. So what we want to do, we want to go ahead and start on the show. Um, Ashley, uh-oh, there it is. Okay. Ashley, we'll do this. Start with the show. Today, just going straight to the point, today we're going to talk about getting closure Finding peace from the past. We're also going to be talking about many other things that will help us pertain to closure. We're going to talk about that much more in the episode called Thank You and Good Night. Thank you and Good Night. Closing doors that life or others left open. Hmm. You know, it's funny. If you were to look at it, there are a lot of people that may feel like, well, there are some unfinished business. hmm. And unfortunately, many of us, we allow those unfinished businesses or those open doors ruin or control our lives. And what I want to do, I want us to have a conversation pertaining to those things, those things that we may allow to control our lives through those open doors. And what I found out, it can happen to anybody. You know, oftentimes many people, they feel like, well, things have to be settled or there are some things that have to be resolved in order for them to move forward. And that is true. You you have to have a resolution, but oftentimes we expect the resolution to come from the person or the situation that caused the situation. Hm. And I I'm learning I'm I don't know everything, but I'm learning in this life that the person that opens the door oftentimes ain't the one that closed the door. You know, there was a song, I love, I love Miss Patty LaBelle, but there was a song that she sung called Please Come Back and Kiss Away the Pain. And don't you know, oftentimes, that ain't reality. There are some people that may have left, but you don't want them to kiss the pain. <laughs> you want them to kiss somewhere else. <laughs> you know, But oftentimes, many people expect those people to come back and give them the answers that they're so desperately looking for. You know, I've heard a lot of people, they may have been in a situation, let's just say in a relationship, and the person may have dogged them, done them wrong, and all that stuff. And all of a sudden, you just want to know why. But I always ask people who may be wondering why, for someone who may have lied on you, lied to you, misused you, mistreated you, and you want to know why, the question I always ask them, does it matter? Do you actually think that you can get truth from a liar, truth from a deceptive person? And so that's one of the things we have to look at. In order for us to get closure, God can give us the closure that we're looking for and that we need, regardless if it's from that person or not. And so, like I said, that's one of the things I wanted for us to be able to just look at. We have to look beyond. We have to look beyond that individual. Now, true enough, there may be some that uh, depend upon who it is, depend upon the relationship that you all had. And I have to say this. We don't have to look at a relationship just pertaining to boyfriend or girlfriend, husband or wife or ex. No, it can even be pertaining to friendship. It can be pertaining to family. It can be pertaining to any type of uh, uh, individual, any individual that you might have had some type of interaction with. It can be a stranger. It doesn't matter. <clears throat> but we have to look Beyond just a relationship, it can be any type of, quote-unquote, interaction. That's the word I'm trying to say. It can be any type of interaction. So, first, what I do want to do, I do want to acknowledge the relationship. The relationship and not just courtship, but like I said, relationship within family, relationship within friendship. Understand that when a person left the door open, hmm, the devil is a lie. I felt like I had some eyelashes went in my eye. Okay. When a person has left the door open, we have to examine the characteristic of that person. And sometimes if you just examine their characteristic, their behavior, it will oftentimes explain why they left the door open. Now, they may have left the door open because they wanted to run out your life. Or they might have wanted to left the door open to play mind games. Why is that? To have operating is one of the more disrespectful things. For somebody to just, let's just say somebody walk out your house and leave the front door open without closing and securing the door. But then there are other people who may leave the door open and they want you to see them walk out, walk to their car or walk down the driveway, walking down the sidewalk, opening up the door and seeing them rev up their engine and the drive off. You have to examine You have to examine the characteristic of that person. What do you know about that person? Hmm. And also, let's just say somebody accidentally wasn't thinking. So like I say, it's a variety of reasons why they left the door open. So it's up to you to examine. Look at their track record. What was their behavior? What kind of attitude did this person have? Because what I found out, oftentimes when a person has left us or abandoned us, they have left some trails of their characteristics that we may have overlooked. One of the things I found out, God will always give us warning before destruction. God will always warn or forewarn his children. But unfortunately, many of us, we overlook those red flags. We overlook it. And so God want us to stop being naive. God want us to be wise as a serpent but harmless as a dove. God want us to use wisdom. God want us to be able to discern. God want us to be able to know him and know people that we're interacting with. God want us also to be good stewards. And they're not just pertaining to your money, but pertaining to your time, your talent, and your heart. And so when we look at The interaction that we have had with people who may have left, like I said, examining their character, and then also looking at, hmm, that last interaction, what was it? Was it a setup? Was it where they actually just trying to find an excuse to abandon or to leave your life? Was it that they been trying so badly to... Make you hmm, want to run after them? Hmm, and like I said, it could be even be friendship, because there's a lot of people they play manipulative games and stuff. You know, only time you hear from them is when they want, they want you. They want you. They want you. Like I said, not just courtship. It could be friends, family, or whatever. They want you. You're good. You're good for them as long as they're good to you. As long as they do something for you or as long as you do something for them, sorry, you're good for them as long as you do something for them, but as soon as the well run dry, as soon as you don't have anything else to offer, then that's when there's a flat line in the relationship, in the friendship you you' are you no know, good anymore. You're dispensable. Oh, uh, well I thought you I thought you loved me, or you need to do this for me, you need to do that for me. That's the only time they'll reach out to you. So you have to examine what kind of what kind of relationship, what kind of friendship that you all have. And be realistic. See, it's so important for you to examine, not just examine them. But examine who you were to them. Examine who you are to them. Examine your input in the relationship or in the friendship or in the family ship. Are you allowing yourself to be used? Are you allowing yourself to be set up? Hmm. And so with that, I have to say this, in seeking closure, examining and after you examine them, you examine yourself. Ask them, did you allow yourself to get set up, get used? Or did you allow yourself to be used? Did you allow yourself to misread things? Because oftentimes, what do we do? Sometimes we assume. Sometimes we, was, we assume the best and the worst of folks. Hmm. And sometimes we, I don't want to, what's that word I was just saying? Sometimes we look at people and we may have good intentions, but oftentimes we go on assumption. We give to the, we give the best to the worst of folks or we give the worst to the best of folks. Hmm. Don't you know there are some people we'll break our necks for, and they mean us no good. But then the ones that hold us accountable, oh well, you know I don't. Want, we cut the conversation short. Well, I don't want to hear anything. Oh, they seem so harsh. No, I found out, and I, i've I've been on the I've been on the side where people may have spoken to me, and I used to spend all weekend talking to a person, trying to help them, trying to help them. And then I realized, you know what? I'm wasting my whole days off trying to toss to them, trying to convince them of something they already got their mind set up for. But when I begin to be direct and tell them then, that's when, oh, they kind of just, I don't hear from them. And beyond which, my phone don't ring like it used to. Thank God for that. But I had to learn I have to start putting responsibility not just on them but upon myself. Even if they don't respect my boundaries. I'ma respect my boundaries. That was something I had to learn. And when I deal with a person, I believe in being direct. We have to be direct. That but when I say being direct, that doesn't mean you're being harsh. You just get to the point. Get to the point. Talk to them and let them know that this is in love. Not just saying I love you, but showing it. Showing it. And I, that makes the world of a difference. Because I always tell people, love is an action word, not just a verb. Love is action. Show it. Take the time out. And and when you see people who really mean well, who are trying, then you can, be, you can be a little bit more patient. You can have more patience. You can give them more grace. But when you see someone that's trying to be manipulative, oh, dude. Mm-hmm. And so with that, in talking to some of the people, when there are open doors in your life, You have to take inventory of each one of those doors and the individuals that may have walked out or walked in that particular door that is open because an open door, when it's unarmed, when it's unguarded, is a dangerous sign to allow people to come in that's unhealthy or people to leave out that is healthy. One of the things we always say, hurt people hurt others and hurt people hurt others because there are some doors that are open. Someone else does not open the, excuse me, does not close the door, then it is our responsibility to make sure that the door gets shut. Now, first thing, if there's some relationship that may have ended, one of things I always tell people, not everybody is qualified to come back and even have a conversation with you. Not everybody is qualified. That goes to any type of relationship because if you deal with a manipulative person, if you dealt with an abuser, any abusive person, it is not your responsibility to get back to them or with them to communicate, to get some questions that you need answered. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. Once God has freed you from Egypt, stay out of Egypt. And even though there may be a metaphor, but it's reality. There are some people when God has allowed you to be detached from, you don't need to try to figure out. Well, you know, uh, we we you know, I just want to just talk. I just want to ask some question, Uh uh. God revealed to you. There are some people you just got to just leave them alone. There are some people you have to put a restraint order on them. Not just any emotional restraint or or physical restraint, but an emotional, a mental, or even a spiritual. Restraint of order or protective custody. Know that God is trying to protect you. God is trying to protect your heart, your mind, your soul, your peace, and your spirit. And we have to adhere to what God is trying to do for us because it is for our best interest. And also, God knows them better than us. God knows the end from the very beginning. So if God is separating you, he's separating you for a reason, not for you. Well, you know, it's just for a limited time. And when things calm down and things cool down, then, you know, I just talk to them. Uh-uh. There are some people, like I said, when there's abuse involved, nope, 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 nope. nope. Let your last conversation. And your last meeting, be that closure that you need. There are sometimes you may not even have closure on this side pertaining to certain folks, but they're still all right. Because even though you did not have them to close the door, God can close the door for you. Or God can give you the strength to close the door for yourself. And so with that, one thing we have to understand, even if that person, even if that person, even if, let's just say, if that person doesn't close the door as they leave out of your life, or even if you can't get that person to close the door or give you the closure that you need, sometimes you have to substitute them. With you. In other words, you may have to substitute them with that person who's in your mirror, for that person that's in your mirror to close the door on their behalf. Hmm. So in other words, that means you. God will give you the strength, the ability to close the door. He, matter of fact, He has already gave you the strength. He've already given you the word. He already gave you not just the instructions, but he already gave you the reason why you need to close the door. Get up and close the door, even if that person left the door open. But one thing that God will not change that he gives you the responsibility to do is have the will to close the door. See, you can have the, look, you can have the strength. You can have the courage to do it. God can provide all that for you. But if you don't have the will to close that door, that door going to remain open. And it is not for your benefit to have that door open. So God wants you to have that will to close the door. Understand, God's not going to ever go against our will. Even in the Bible, when Jesus was saying, Lord, not my will, but let your will be done. And so God is not going to go against our will. He made us a free moral agent. He gave us free will. We are free will moral agents. And so if we need closure in our life and if that other person does not close the door, God would give us that desire if we ask him. God will give us their reasons and show us all the evidence of why that door needs to be closed. And like I say, even if that person may be selfishly leaving that door open to play mind games, manipulate you, for you to see them leave, God will give you the strength to get up and close that door. Also, understanding, God will help us to do it on their behalf, regardless, of it. look, regardless what they did or who they are. Sometimes in spite of their behavior, God will still help us not just close the door, but close the door and have peace with it. When we're able to close that door, we can tell them, even if they don't see us, we can say, thank you. Thank you. We can say thank for the memories. Thank you for the lesson learned. Thank you for everything, the good, the bad, the ugly. That the song that says, I've had my share of ups and downs. Gladys, nights and the pips. You're the best thing that ever happened to me. Also, another song. This one is by Sheryl Crow. I'll never forget. This song says, you're my favorite mistake. (laughs) You're my favorite mistake. Yeah, acknowledge that. Sometimes, look, sometimes you got to say that. Now, they don't have to hear it, but you said it to yourself. Sometimes you got to laugh at yourself. Yeah, it's okay to laugh at some of your mistakes, but as long as you laugh, make sure that you learn something. Allowing yourself where that way when you close that door, because they left it open, once you close that door, to be a I got it moment. I learned. There's an old saying, first time shame on you, second time shame on me. Don't have it to be a second time when you've learned from the first time or you can learn from the first time. So make sure that you allow yourself to, hmm. Thank you, thank you, thank you. In other words, there's a scripture that says, count it all joy. So thank you for the lesson learned. Thank you for the memories. Also, thank you for being the main character in the novel that I created, even if it was in my own mind. Thank you. Even if it was a seed of deception that I received, because I might have been led on. But when it's all said and done, thank you. Why? Because I learned something. I learned something. I will become stronger after this. I will become better, wiser after this. Also, sometimes people have to leave out for the right one to come in. Thank you. See, sometimes we have to close the door. Sometimes we have to shut the door, sometimes we have to slam the door, change the locks, and sometimes change the address. See, we can't allow ourselves to allow our emotions to be where we just allow anything and anybody to come in and out of our life. You have to have boundaries you have to have emotional guards up or soldiers up. I want to say soldiers because people may think guards, whatever, but have emotional, spiritual, mental soldiers up to God who tries to come in. Not everybody should have access to your heart. There should be a, a ground of trust which is an obstacle course they should earn. If they don't want to earn it, then That says a lot how they value you or view you. So you have to allow yourself to have the boundaries so that way you can protect yourself. Also, I always tell people this. Stop expecting people to close the doors when they leave or if they leave. Stop expecting folks to close the door. There are some people, they don't care about you. There are some people, I don't care how you treated them. I don't care what you done for them. There are some people that will leave out and kick the door or knock over something as they're leaving out. What they're trying to do? They're trying to make you react to get you out of character. Or they're trying to do something to play with your emotions, play with your mind. No. But, in spite of all of that still allow them to leave, even if you got to clean up the mess yourself. And sometimes that's what happens. Sometimes some people, when they abandon us, when they leave us, they leave, they leave our area in a chaotic environment. They leave chaos. There are some people, it's just like some people, when they're not used to a thing, there are some people that will rent a room, rent a hotel, rent a house. And when it's time for them to go, they trash it. Why? Because they don't value the property. And when you recognize people don't value the property, that lets you know them, we, there is no return. No, there is no return. God is showing us characteristics of people for a reason. And so in case you've always been a trusting person and you wonder why you're always being used, being uh, um heard uh all that stuff well there's a reason and god is trying to help you to become spiritually emotionally mentally mature to recognize not everybody is like you not everybody has other people best into their heart like i said we gotta stop assuming people are just like us they're not I don't care if they say, well, you know, I go to pastor so-and-so church. That means nothing. Look here. Church attendance means nothing when it comes down to uh, not examining folks' character. That doesn't mean anything. Look, yeah, a righteous person can go to church, even a sinner, even someone that ain't saved. The devil can go to the church, but the motive, the motive. So for us to be able to have these open doors in our life, close. we have to ask God to help us to be aware, like I said, of every door that's open and, like I said, the people that have come in and out. Also, we have to ask God to help us, like I said, to examine ourselves, to show us why are we choosing or allowing people that want to leave out in our life. Also, there are some times where God may reveal, so that way you can be able to learn, use it as a testimony, to help someone else. Also, just in case someone who may be wondering, well, you know, well, what what about my heart? I, I can't, you know, if it If I don't get that closure from that person, God can't hear me. Yes, he can. God can hear you. One of the stories I always think about when it comes down to healing is the lepers, the ten lepers. Jesus told them after they came to Jesus, Jesus told them to go to show themselves to the priest. And what happened? This is the kicker. They were healed as they went. They were healed as they went. In other words, as they were making progress, they were making progress physically, but also making progress towards their healing. But as long as they would have still, it would have prevented them from receiving the healing that was needed. And that's what happened with us oftentimes. God is telling us to trust him and continue to live, to continue to go forward. But the devil trying to paralyze us. He's trying to paralyze us with our emotions, or paralyze us mentally, paralyze us physically, spiritually, all these things. And God is trying to wake us up to let us know, hey, you need to move forward. Continue to go. Don't worry about what? sitting down what i'm gonna do i don't uh-uh. remember they were healed as they went so in other words what that tells us is healing requires motion healing requires motion the process of their healings was movement the process of their healing was movement but like i said they never try to paralyze us to make us feel like, well, I can't do it, I can't do it, the devil is like, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Or give you the ability, give you the strength. Also, this scripture I want you to remember, God has given you everything pertaining to life and godliness. Life being eternal life, eternal life, eternal life. But also godliness being godly living. So anything pertaining to this physical world this physical earth god has given everything that we need also get this it's according to your will but also like i said as long as they were standing still they were paralyzed they were preventing themselves from being going into the process of their healing so in other words God has given us everything pertaining to life and godliness. So, in other words, healing is pertaining to godliness. But if healing pertains to godliness, that means hurt is pertaining to ungodliness. Healing pertaining to godliness. Hurt pertaining to ungodliness. So, God's trying to help us be healed from whatever hurt or residue that has transpired in our life. And so with that, for us to be able to have those doors, like I said, for us to identify, and not only, like I said, not only pertaining to a relationship, but there are some people that have been in our lives even pertaining to family. If there are some type of disagreement or whatever like that, like I said, you have to understand that with that particular person, after you have examined everything, you have to examine what type of relationship do y'all have. Because what I found out, unfortunately, Many of us will build relationships with friends, but we won't build relationship with family. That's why a lot of the time we take each other for granted. But also, one of the things I have to say, God not only want us to be responsible for the people that we allow into our lives, but it's okay for us to have relationship with people. Some people, well, you know, as long as I got Jesus, I don't need nobody else. The devil is alive. God made all of us to have relationships, relationships with each other. Yes. I don't care if it's courtship. I don't care if it's friends or family, whatever. Yes. But also, I always say this, understand that God wanted to have healthy people, into our lives. So that way a healthy person will hold us accountable for every relationship within our, our life. Give an example. First of all, there are four types of relationships that we should have in our life and it should be equal. But the first one, of course, relationship with God. That's number one. And then the second one, relationship with your family. Thirdly, Social interaction, being people outside of your family. And then that fourth one, relationship with yourself. Hmm. So I want you to think about this. With the relationship with God, relationship with your family, social interaction, and relationship with yourself. So when when you look at God, God wants you to have a healthy relationship with your family. And oftentimes, let's be real, we know that not every family member is going to be right, <laughs> so you choose one. Now, of course, because they're your family, you can be respectful, hey, how you doing, whatever, but when you already know how a person is, you got to deal with them accordingly. You got to use wisdom. Hey. Hey, how you doing? You know, some people you might just have a two-minute conversation with, but as long as you had a conversation. But when you start looking for something more than what they can offer, then you set yourself up for failure. You already know that every time you get into a relation, every time you get into a conversation with this person, you know that that person don't like you. You know, you don't get along with that person, but when, when I, I can do it, you know. I'm gonna go, And God's telling you, I told you not to do it. And you already know that the person ain't trustworthy. Yeah, it doesn't matter them being family. You know, you end up, you know, leaving your watch, leaving your watch around them. You know that they just got out of prison. They, they're they thieves. thief. That's in their nature. That's in their character. I ain't saying say nature. That's in their character. That's in that character. And then you are with this one. Well, I tried to give them the benefit of the doubt. That's your fault. That ain't their fault. That's your fault. You know how the person is. So we talking about healthy. You allow it into your life, into your heart. I just say heart. Into your heart. So God wants you to have a healthy relationship with your family. God wants you to have a healthy relationship with your friends. But also God wants you to have a healthy relationship with yourself. So God wants that healthy, right relationship. Okay, then when you look at your family, the right one, they want you to have a healthy, good relationship with God. They want you to have a good healthy relationship with other family members. They want you to have a good healthy relationship with your friends, you know, your associates. And then also they want you to have a healthy relationship with yourself. They're gonna hold you accountable. Girl. You need to go to bed and girl have you eaten? You know what? Come on over here. I'll fix your dinner. See, they got your best interest at heart. So that's God, that's your family, the right one. Then also look at your friends. Your friend your real friends, they want you to have a good relationship with God. Matter of fact, a real friend in the Bible, I saw this. A real friend. This person was paralyzed, stuck in the bed. And they friends were trying to get them to Jesus. Look, them friends got that friend on top of the roof house and dropped them down from the roof to get to Jesus. Now, that's a real friend. A real friend would make sure that you gotta access to Jesus. <laughs> you know? So that friend that friend wanna make sure you have a relationship with God. The friend wanna make sure that you have a relationship <clears throat> a relationship with your family. A friend don't mind sharing you with other family uh, with other friends. They believe in networking, but also they want to make sure you have a relationship with yourself. <clears throat> and then of course, you. I said all that as an example that the right people will make sure that you don't allow yourself to choose people that's going to kick a door in your life. So to make sure that you have healthy people, make sure you choose wiser. Make sure you discern. Make sure you talk to God. Consult with God. One of the things we always say, God will always show you things and detail god will tell you in detail god will tell you specifically the bible tell us that my sheep knows my voice he wants you to know and recognize and also not only know his voice but know the characteristics of those that are his children his obedient children get that his obedient children who have no hidden a motive no hidden agenda real people and so with that, the reason why I, I entitled it uh, Thank You and Goodnight, that's one of the, if you want to say, benedictions of some of the shows that we often see growing up. You know, even Looney Tunes, you know, Buzz Bunny. we get on that. You know, not. yeah, I'm sorry, Porky Pig. Porky Pig, we get on that. You know, yeah. that's all, folks, you know. We have to have some type of resolution, and inside that resolution, it's okay if we don't get it from that person. The main thing of it is you still going to have peace. You still going to have your identity, and also I mentioned about relationships stuff, but there are some people we may never get resolution from because they're no longer with us. I'm talking about they're dead and gone. There are some people, there are so many questions that we may have from people who may not be able to answer. God is the one that can help us to have the peace. And sometimes when we look at it, there are some things that just doesn't matter. Are we making a big deal out of a little issue? Hmm. And so with that, don't allow anything or anybody to stop you in your relationship with God. In your relationship with your family, your relationship with your friends, in the relationship with yourself. You have to know yourself. You have to love yourself. You have to love yourself in spite of the hurt. In spite of the rejection. In spite of who leaves out. The main thing is you don't allow God, you don't allow you to leave. And also, like I said, don't shut out healthy people. Don't shut out people that love you. Don't shut out don't shut out people who has your best into their heart. See, but I found that the devil tried so badly to make us become the people who may have hurt us. And you don't have to have that. God want to help you in spite of everything that transpired. God want to help you so that way you can be the individual that he made for you to be. And so with that, yeah, it's okay to live beyond your hurt. Live beyond what that person may have left. You can have resolution. But the question I always ask is, how bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? You got to want it bad enough. You got to want it more anything. And God want to help us. God want to help us in whatever situation that we're dealing with to help us. So that way <clears throat> we can become the men, and ladies that God calls us to be. And so with that, what we have to offer, and I, I wanted to... I, they want to bring this first, I want to bring this last so that way we can dive into it. With those people who may have left the door open, who may have walked out the door, we got to do something that oftentimes we don't want to do it. We got to forgive. Forgive. Forgiveness is not for them. Now, if, you know, If they really truthfully sorry and they ask for forgiveness, okay, yeah, we can give it to them. But that forgiveness is mainly for us. That forgiveness is for us because if we don't extend forgiveness to them regardless if they hear it or not, if we don't extend it, we're the one that's going to be damaged. It's like being in a boat and you see somebody on the land and you're angry at them and you're getting... You get in the paddle, and you just so angry you pounding it, pounding it, pounding it into the boat. What's going to happen? Are they receiving the damage? No. Our boat is, our ship is, and what's going to happen? We're allowing water to come in, and we begin to sink. And that's what happened. We have a lot of sinking ships. We have a lot of sinking ships, of sinking relationships. With ourselves for God, with ourselves with our family, our uh, ourself and friends and ourselves with ourselves. So many people allowing unforgiveness to become the prisoner. We become a prisoner of our own jail. Why? We become a prisoner because we are allowing ourselves to hold on to grudges. Hatred, of forgiveness because what somebody did, what somebody said is how somebody treated us. Understand, what somebody have said, what somebody have done, it does not define us. It should, re- refine, us. It should re- refine us. It should refine us. It should refine us. It should refine us, not define us. We don't have to accept. Even if they don't, even if they say something, no matter what they say, as long as we don't receive it, that had no effect on us. But also, one thing I always tell people that I learned: yeah, if it's something they did so bad, how about we do something? How about we sue? Yeah, you can sue. Slander. Yeah. It don't have to be true if it's so bad. But also, we should have to. We should have to have enough discipline to not allow people to have us to exert our energy, our focus on things or people that does not account to who we're becoming. It doesn't matter. Some things don't matter. Now, don't get me wrong. There are some things, it can be hurtful, yes, but the question is what you going to do about it. And whatever you do, would it be godly? Would it be something that would be honorable to God or would it be something that give you a few minutes of pleasure but make you miserable and regret it afterwards? And so that's why it's so important for us to forgive. We have to forgive. And like I said, forgiveness is not just for them. It's for ourselves. Forgiveness frees us. And also, if you think about it, the devil wants us to hold on to forgiveness to make us paralyzed and to make us focus on who we were instead of who we're becoming. Make us focus on what happened instead of what's happening. Hmm. Make us stuck on the past instead of focusing and preparing ourselves for the future. Hmm. And like I said, just because you for, just because you forgive them, that does not mean you got to trust them. That does not mean you got to give them the same level of trust that they had before they broke your trust. No! There are some people, you can forgive them and don't even have to deal with them no more. Or if you see them, hey, hey, how you doing? Why? Because you already know how that person is. You know. You know? You, look, I'm going to say it like this. I really want us to think about it because sometimes we make Christianity sound so spooky. What do you think about this? Let's just say, for example, you were in an abusive relationship. Person, you got out. You know. You got out of that relationship, that person threatened you and all, all that, but God tell you to forgive. Do you think you going back over there, you see them in prison, I forgive you and blah, 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 and then they get out. Well, since I forgave them, I got to start back with them. No, that's foolish. No. The only reason why people do that is because that's what they want to do. God not requiring you to do that. God is telling you, forgive, don't hold any hatred in you, and you keep on going. You keep on going. Don't be foolish. And I'm speaking out of love, but I'm speaking as in law enforcement. I've seen so many cases. I've seen so many people, and I have a personal interest in it because i just say this. There's a certain department that I'm associated with where I get a chance to see some things that most people don't see. I just say that. Hmm. And then, of course, the situation that my family and I are dealing with, the absence of my sister, because she was killed during domestic violence. But I know she's not my, she's not the only victim. There's a lot of people that I know. They have lost their life. There's a lot of people that are watching right now. They are survivors of domestic violence, or they have family. They have succumbed to domestic violence. So use wisdom. But like I said, forgive and let them go on their way, or you go on your way. So don't let people make you feel like, well, you know, I forgave him. And, you know, I, I I just, you know, God told me, uh-uh, don't you lie on God. Don't lie on God. And I know some people may be laughing at me sometimes because I'll be, I'll be saying something and I'll be, uh-uh, uh-uh, they ain't of God. Uh-uh. No. So, yeah, forgive, forgive, forgive. Forgive to so that way you can make your pain profitable. And when people when people have, when people have, Left and people have, um, you know, been disrespected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They closed the door. Okay, yeah, but you know what? <laughs> All right, you take care. You say, yeah, that hurt it. That hurt it, and I closed that door. But guess what? The same ones that left the door open are the same ones that try to come back in. Knock on the door. No, uh-uh. No, nah, I learned. Look here. Look here. I'm going to say it like this. Those that know me, I'm going to keep it real. Look here. You didn't respect me, and you had me just as a option B. No, look here. If I'm anything less than an option A, uh-uh, you ain't worthy of me. You gotta put some value on yourself. You gotta put some stock on yourself. But the value should not be based on what other people have said or done. No, the value comes from God. But also, look here. God gave you value, or God gave you access to an open account, but he gave you the ability to go in and however much you want to invest into yourself, he gave you the ability. So God gave you access to the account, but God is requiring you to get up and you put how much? How much? You think about it. Are you adding more value to others than yourself? You give great advice to so many people. Oh, you tell people how pretty they are. You tell people how handsome they are, how beautiful they are, but then when it comes down to you looking in the mirror, you're so ugly. You're not being such a damper. No. Uh Uh-uh. I'm going to tell you something. When... Now, I'm not saying that we have to have a huge ego. No, 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 no. We have to have a healthy self-esteem because we have to know who we are in God. But I say that because when a person always building up others but don't build up themselves in the Word of God, then they have some doors that are open that God tells them to close. So us being aware of open doors... And allowing God to give us the strength, give us the wisdom, give us the insight to recognize it and to close it. Like I said, there are some people who are no longer with us, who may have left some doors open. Ask God to help you with that. And he can do that, which is also, it can make your grief difficult if you don't deal with it. We have. To, there are some things. That we have to face running from it will only hurt us avoiding it or delaying it is in den- that look denial uh-uh there will always there will always leave that door open and there will always be a, a foot stumper in that door and prevent it from closing and shutting <clears throat> so we have to make sure that those doors stay closed, God will help us to recognize these doors for us to have them closed. So that way we can prevent unhealthy people coming in and prevent healthy people from running out. And also it shows how much you value you and how much you value your relationship with God also. And so with those doors being closed closed, like I said, the things that will help us is for us to recognize whatever the reason, what, like I said, a variety of reasons. Examine each one of them. Understand there are some people, like I said, forgive them, like the Bible says, forgive them for, for they know not what they're doing. Some people don't recognize who you are until it's too late. Some people won't appreciate your presence until they felt your absence. But if that's the case, so, so be it. Thank you. Sometimes you have to applaud when people break up with you. Sometimes you have to applaud people, and I'm not talking about broke over you because you did something wrong. No, when there's no fault of your own. When people leave you and there's nothing you've done wrong, hey, throw a party. Thank God for that. Like my my daddy said, my daddy said this when I was a kid, and I'll always remember this. He said, there are some good that come out of every situation, but we have to be responsible enough to ask God what that good is. Reveal to us what that good is. And there are some things, like I said, it may be hurtful. When people that we have esteemed... People that we have looked up to when they show their real colors, their true colors, oh my gosh, it can be disappointing, but thank God for that God love you enough for the colors to be on for the colors to be pulled for you to know. don't you know that God is allowing you to recognize who people really are for a reason? Think about it, but you looking at oh what they are to you. Think about now who you are, the God. God loved you enough to, for you to see, for you to see that wolf that was hiding in sheep clothing. Yeah. But you, well, I, I missed him. I just wish that the devil is a alive. Uh-uh. No, indeed. Look here. May God watch it between me and thee while we absent one from another. I'm going to say like George Jefferson would say. Let the door knife hit you where the water. good Lord, you know the rest. <laughs> uh-uh. No. So with that, with the doors that are open right now, God can help you to identify why those doors are open. God will help you to be able to identify there some doors you may have to just seal and make them inoperable. Hmm. God will help you to establish healthy boundaries for yourself, for your walk with him, for your peace of mind. And he wants to. Don't you know, like I said, God wants you healed and whole, lacking nothing in your life. But do you want it? I always ask, how bad do you want it? And so with that, give it to God, and not just give it to God, which I know that sounds like the easiest thing to say, and we say that so often, but in giving it to God, what you do, you verbally address it to God, verbally say it to God, God, look here, and be real, God, look here, Uh, I'm I'm dealing with this issue. God, this person right here, I really, really, really have my hopes up. This person really did me wrong. This person, I'm upset. God, I'm mad. He wants you to talk to him. Don't you know? He wants you to talk to him so that way he can get you he can get you the help that you need. God wants you to talk to him and go to him so that way he can properly diagnose you and give you the remedy that you need. But as long as you avoid him, you're avoiding your healing. As long as you're avoiding him, you're avoiding the process of being helped. And so for you to be able to get those doors that are closed, get those doors that are open, get it closed, it is possible. Regardless of how long them doors have been open, God can close it. God can close it. God can close the door and give you the keys to the door to put the locks on the door. He can. And I'm telling you from personal experience. And so allow this to be a testimony. That God can, but will you allow him? All things are possible through Christ. You can do it. You can. But from this point on, like I said, you allow this to be a study hall, a study time for you. And ask God to help you to recognize doors in your life that are closed or that are open to other people that you frequent, that you communicate with. And even ask God to help you to forgive yourself for allowing people to come into the house or come into your heart that might have been unhealthy, that did leave the doors open. But I have to say this, I'm going to say this real quick. And even people that may be watching or listening, Quit trying to recruit people into your life that's not qualified, thinking that you can reform them. No, 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 no. Look here, I raised one child. I ain't raised somebody else's child. Now, it's one thing pertaining to me dating someone and they have a child. That's one thing. But I'm talking about, look training or raising a grown person, the devil is a lie. Uh-uh, no, indeed, uh-uh. So I'm saying that because I know a lot of young ladies, well, you know, I'm going to help him get on his feet, and, you know, he 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 just, he got potential, and then they automatically think that that woman been there for that guy to build him up, the reward going to be when he get on his feet, oh, we're going to live our best life. You know what's going to happen? As soon as he can get on his feet and become where what you thought that he could be, he gonna say "Thank you so much, but now I can go to meet this girl to see if I can give her my life. How does it make you feel? You did all that work, thinking that you the reward gonna be his heart, but kind of find out that reward was a broken heart. So I'm saying it, I may say it in a comical way, but there's so many women that waste their time with these knucklehead guys thinking, well, I'm going to help him. I'm going to get on his feet. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to hold him down. No, you being held down. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it ain't new. It's been going on since the beginning of the time, but you don't have to be that one. Hmm. Tell me to think about it. You don't have to be that one to get used, get hurt, get abused. No. Just use common sense. Use, look, consult God and ask God if there's something you should or shouldn't do. And if God tell you don't do it, don't be hard-headed. And don't feel like, well, you know, my, I, my, my intentions are to help. I can help him get, oh, my gosh, I can help him get saved. Oh guess what you're gonna be used hmm. yeah well my 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 grandmama helped you know my grandmama uh my granddaddy, he wasn't saved blah blah blah, and now they've been married for forty years, yeah, but ask your grandma what kind of hell that you go what that she went through <laughs> after the hell that he put her through <laughs> look here that might have taken some years off of her. Let's be honest. Like I said, those that know me, I believe in being honest. Yeah, yeah. You know, oftentimes we don't talk about certain things in the church, and we need to. We got to. Because it's, a, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Some of us, some of the people that's going through some of the stuff that I'm just not mentioning, a lot of them in the church. Yeah. And I'm tired of seeing my fellow brothers and sisters in Christ dealing with crisis. That God did not ordain for them to go through. God, didn't, God, look, God did not authorize nor sanction some of the decisions that we make. We go to God, we pray to God after everything is over with, not before. So that's why I'm I'm bringing it up, you know. Well, you know, you you just no, I'm not harsh. If you really read the Bible, if you really study the Bible, oh look here, what I'm saying. Is, Ain't nothing compared to what some of the people in the Bible be saying. But don't you know, don't you want real? Don't you want transparent? And I, those that know me, I don't believe in hints. Well, you know, I want you to figure out, uh-uh, uh-uh, no, uh-uh. I ain't trying to make you figure out nothing because if I don't tell you straight up where you understand what happened, if you end up getting yourself in a situation that may end up taking you out, but because of, I was so vague, I knew something. And we just kind of going, oh, no, look here. I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to tell you this straight up, and that's what we need. Yes, we need it. And so, with that being said, I hope each and every one of us can go to God pertaining to everything pertaining to our life and allow him to reveal those doors that are open. Reveal those doors of those people who may have left those doors open and asking us, to forgive ourselves, asking God to help us to forgive them, regardless if they deserve it or not. We deserve it. In other words, don't jeopardize your peace. Making peace with yourself oftentimes requires you to bring forgiveness to yourself and to others. Offering forgiveness, peace. Peace comes when there's forgiveness. Joy comes when there's forgiveness, when there's healing. And God wants you healed. God wants you whole. And so, with that being said, for us to be able to continue to move on and go forward in what God has for us to be and for us to, continue to be the people, the men and ladies that God called for us to be. Me, and for us to be able to have those doors. Those doors that are closed, thank God for them. You just make sure that you allow God to be the guard in every door in your life. Mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, financially, every area of our life. He can do it. He want to do it. Allow him to do it. And so with that being said, just in case you may have asked, Mm, well, what do I do to be saved? Romans 10 and 9 tells us that thou shalt confess the Lord Jesus Christ as thy Savior, and believe the heart that God will raise him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So understand that there is nothing too hard for God. Don't you know you can do it? No matter, look, no matter how long it took other people or how difficult it was for other people, Look here, their story don't have to be your story. Just willfully do it. Don't go against God's will or God's desire. You can do it. You can do it. Don't delay it. Don't live the life where you be like, man, I should have, I should have. Live a life of regret because you delayed your healing. Mm-mm. And so, with that being said, we're going to go to God, and we're going to trust him with every area of our life. Then, Father, we're coming to you right now. We thank you, Lord, for your awesomeness. We're coming to you right now, God. We acknowledge your presence on today. So, God, we're coming to you right now, God, first of all, God, to forgive us, God. If there's anything that's in us, that's unlike you, God. We ask you, Lord, to forgive us, cleanse us, and make us whole. God, we ask you, Lord, right now, God, to help us right now, God, be the men and the ladies you call for us to be. God, we ask you all for your guidance. We ask you, God, for your counsel. So, God, we speak it right now, God, for those doors that are in our lives, God, that has remained open regardless if it's been long, been recent, or been there for a long time. God, we ask you God to help us right now, God. Help us, God, to recognize those doors and help us to recognize who entered or who left out those doors. Ask you, God, to help us right now, God, to be responsible, God, of those that we allow into our circle and to our hearts right now. In the name of Jesus, help us, God, to consult you in all of our ways, God, because we know that you would direct our path or make our pathway straight. So, God, we ask God to help us, God, to be humble, God, of what you you, uh, reveal Ask God to help us, God, to accept and receive what you reveal right now. In the name of Jesus, help us, God, to not go on our feelings or our emotions, God, but help us, God, to look within the spirit right now, God. In the name of Jesus, help us, God, to discern right now, God. Help us, God, to consult you in all of our ways and all of our all of our decisions, God. Help us, God, to consult you right now. In the name of Jesus. And we bind everything the devil stands for. We counsel the devil's assignment right now. In the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for exposing every booby trap. We thank you, Lord, for exposing every falseness and every falsehood. God, we thank you, Lord, for exposing the wolves that may be hiding in sheep's clothing right now in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we thank you right now, God, for everything you've done, God. Thank you, Lord, for clothing us, God. Thank you, Lord, for healing, God. Thank you, Lord, for wholeness right now, God. Thank you, Lord, for not taking our praise, but even heightening up our praise, our worship right now, God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you Lord, for everything you done, but most importantly everything that you are. In Jesus' name we pray. We say Amen, Amen, Amen. <clears throat> I want to thank each and every one of y'all who tuned in. If you have any questions or comments or suggestions, feel free to contact me. I'm on Facebook. I'm Brother Prater, B-R-O-T-H-E-R, Prater, P S and Paul, R A T S and Tom, E R. On Facebook, you will see my daily devotions and my videos. Also, you'll see my um, yeah videos and all that. Uh, if you go on my website at brotherprayder.com, dot com, you will see my daily devotions, my videos, also the calendar where it'll reveal my personal appearances. Also, if you go to the store section of my book store section on my website, where you can purchase my book, "A Few Good Men," a pastor, of fatherhood. A few good men was written to inform men their needs and their responsibilities towards their family, their children, even their children's mother, regardless if they're with them or not. Also, we're not just talking to the men, but we also talk to the ladies to let them know uh, what the needs of men are, as well as uh, talk to the women about a potential future husband or present to or future uh, father to present or future children. Also, uh, the next book, The Girl Who Was Her Brother's Keeper, The Love Beyond Life, is a story uh, I share with the relationship I have with my sister, Sheila Prater, who's no longer with us. Uh, like I said, she was killed, you know, by her boyfriend. And, um, man, I love her, dearly. I Matter of fact, <clears throat> it was a great sight today. And, you know, every time I look, I still look at it, and it seems so unreal. But, you know, I just um, – I just – want to just tell everybody you know please consult god please consult god in every decision that you make you know even matter of fact i might even talk about it next week i'll figure it out but um it's so important it's so important to be mindful of who we decide and who we choose to date who we choose to marry you know and like i said I went to that to a side today, and like I said, it just seems so unreal. Every time I look, I always like pinch myself when I always see her name. You know, I'm like, really? You know, and I don't want about to go through that.
1: You mm-hmm. know,
0: so don't ever feel like, well, you know, uh, uh, I'm dating him. He would never do anything like that. Well, guess what? My sister said the same thing, and now she ain't here. I have an opportunity to tell you, don't. Don't take somebody for granted. Don't take, don't take, well, you know, uh, uh, they, they're not going to do that. Mm-mm. Don't ever assume when you don't know a person. Don't ever assume, you know, so the devil can get into anybody when they ain't delivered and just say it like it is. When somebody has to deliver, mm, the devil can use them. And so with that, um, I thank each and every one of y'all who tuning in, and let's make a wise decision. Let's make a better decision by consulting God in every area of our lives. The Bible tells us the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. So are you accepting or are you receiving those instructions from God for him to order your steps, or are you trying to order your own steps? Something to think about. So with that being said, I thank each and every one of y'all for tuning in. And thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to Reconnect My Heart Podcast. God bless you, and good night.